Hi everyone, it's uh, Suzanne again. I'm just going to tell you today about what to expect for LIC1 session five. The focus of this session will be the pulmonary exam and also what's your question? Why do we refer? So again, I'm going to try to make it short. Um, so let's jump into it. Um, please note that if you're listening to this before Monday the 18th, um, just know it's it's a holiday, so please get in touch with your student if your clinic will be closed or you will not be there. Um, in medical school world, today, Friday, your students just took a test for their cardiovascular block, and next week they'll be starting their pulmonary block. So it'll be lining up nicely with uh, our focus. So in the last couple of weeks, I had a chance to meet with uh, your students in small groups. And I just have to tell you, like uh, last year, um, when I have these small groups, it's just overwhelmingly positive. They are very much appreciating the time that you spend with them, all of your teaching. They uh, like the integration. So they're hearing and learning about um, various uh, conditions and systems and basic science. They're gaining some clinical skills practice in their clinical skills course, and then they're able to apply it and refine it with you. So thank you very, very much. Um, here's what you'll see in skills eval. And oh, before I go on, I'll just do the disclaimer. My views and opinions, they're my own. They're not the views and opinions of the TCU and UNT Health Science Center School of Medicine, <laughs> um, for which I do this podcast uh, for my course. All right. So um, here we go. What will you see in skills eval? It's also known as SET. Um, number one, demonstrate the ability to perform a pulmonary exam. And then number two, discuss review of systems for pulmonary concerns. Um, we'd like uh, the student to continue to uh, explain, so orally present and document. So, and I'll just pause here. Um, certainly I understand if you're, system does not allow uh, early early medical students to document the EMR. I get that, but if you could just still allow them some time to write. I think it's all about um, how we learn and build and, and it really helps them to organize the information. So I do think that setting aside some time to write, just write up a case that they saw with you um, is really helpful. So in one of the objectives, so explain to the preceptor and document per site protocol, a problem focused history, objective findings with the emphasis on pulmonary um, and take a stab at the assessment and plan for at least one patient. And then finally, <clears throat> I'd like uh, you guys to discuss why you refer to a, a consultant. And, you know, um, hopefully you can emphasize the importance of having a clinical question for the consultant. And then um, you can look at the chart together. I think there's a lot of value in the students learning how to navigate the EMR. You know, before when most of us showed up to rotations, we had a paper chart that we could handle and look at. And we could look at those consultants notes. And, you know, it's, I think no different. It's still a lot of value in students checking out your notes that you're writing, how you organize information. And so for this week, um, for the chart review focus, I'd love for them to look at a consult, hopefully on a patient that they're seeing in clinic with you. Um, 
I just also want to put a plug in for um, uh, going back, uh, doubling back, you know, for, for skills that have passed. Um, you know, it's uh, never a bad time if a student wants to go back and try their hand at another derm, derm exam. If you have a patient with a derm concern or if they're there for a physical and you're doing a skin exam, um, you know, so just kind of going back uh, maybe during huddle, asking their student if there's anything else they want to focus on during uh, the session. Uh, Today would be a great day to do it. Um, the next week, it'll be cardiopulmonary. So again, you've done cards, you've done pull, now putting it all together, cardiopulm. So it's another good session to um, go back and pick up things that maybe the student should do again or um, the student wants to do again. Um, so it's good to double back and um, pick up those skills. Again, um, I'll just continue to talk about panel and you know, my sincere gratitude to our uh, preceptors who have more than one student. I know that uh, uh, you're getting a lot of email from the School of Medicine, so I appreciate it very much. But um, next session, I'll ask the student to enroll the patient and, and they have an assignment um, associated with that for me. But uh, you know, uh, I would check in with your student about who they're thinking of enrolling um, for their panel. If they haven't made any contact or there's no plan for that uh, panel patient to come back when the student's in clinic, maybe you can prod or, or um, prompt <laughs> the student to, to think about uh, contacting that patient while they're in the office with you and, uh, and do their enrollment thing. Um, and like I said, this is a student-driven thing. There's really not much to do on your part other than coach and supervise. Um, so moving right along, um, I just want to make a quick plug for another email I sent today about a survey. Um, so uh, we have an IR approved, IRB approved study, and we're going to be looking at skills of valor set for um, the first year cohort. So if you're um, if you did not have a first year student uh, last year, don't, don't worry about what I'm saying, but if you had a first year student last year and you, you have 10 minutes, I'd really appreciate responses for this survey. We just wanna better understand how this technology does, does, you know, does continuous assessment um, uh, a tool and this technology, what's the impact? So um, if you have some time, we, we, we'd love your response. Um, uh, before I move on, I, I want to say for the um, objectives, it's not in skills eval, but, you know, during the pulmonary focused uh, visit, it, if time permits, um, you know, you could, some suggestions, you could have a student calculate a pack year um, history for patients who smoke. Um, you could uh, talk about how you try to convey lung cancer risk to patients and talk about lung cancer screening. You may um, consider strategies to identify teachable moments or medical events that may increase a patient's motivation to quit smoking and, um, you know, have a discussion about how to engage people in healthy changes. Last, the last couple of weeks, your students had a really nice session in clinic, their clinical skills course all around motivational interviewing. So um, it blows my mind how much they're doing um, so early, but it's also... I just want you to know about it. So they're learning the language of, you know, Prochaska, stages of change and all that stuff. So um, uh, you can talk with them about that. 
Um, you probably are anyway. <laughs> I'm probably the most reluctant person to like not uh, tackle stuff the students haven't done, but I know that you guys are really, um, you know, giving the students a, a, a really great experience on what primary care is. Um, so please keep on doing it. I'm, I'm probably the most reluctant with my student, like, oh, whoa, whoa, we haven't done a musculoskeletal exam yet. Oh, I'm not going to go there. But, you know, um, maybe I should. Maybe I should push them a little more. Um, all right. So uh, I just want to take a, a quick moment to give a shout out to Jennifer Arnouville. She passed on a nice uh, CME opportunity um, through um, Encedo. It's actually sponsored by JPS Cook, HSC, and Encedo. It's called Virtual Healthcare in a Civil Society, Rebuilding a Culture of Communication in the New Normal. Um, it looks pretty nice. It's on the 20th of February, 8.30 to 12.30. And in this email, there's, there's a link and a flyer. But uh, thanks, Jennifer, for passing that on to us. And then... Um, Finally, uh, I wanted to invite you to do lunch again. Um, it's been a long time. I know people may be Zoomed out. I, I am kind of Zoomed out, but um, but I do like connecting with you. And I know it's been a while. So I'm going to put out some email invites to Zoom lunch kind of early February. Right now I'm thinking like Wednesday the 3rd of February or Wednesday the 10th of February around 1230 to chat about how things are going. Um, so look for that. And then finally, um, the pre-work uh, for the students, the, that the students will see are all open access. I really am a fan of the Stanford 25. I, I like that a lot. Um, and then I uh, also included a clinical skills video um, that they put out last year on pulmonary. And finally, I wanna um, say I feel really lucky this year I got to partner with um, the NRPC team on some narrative reflection. So your students will be writing probably once a month, not in a clinical way, but in a reflective way about their experiences in the LIC. And already um, they've really turned in some, some very, very cool stuff. So um, with that being said, some of this pre-work for them, I asked uh, Lauren Mitchell, Dr. Lauren Mitchell, one of our professors here on the narrative reflection and, and uh, communication team to give me some some writings that uh, that help the student or, or 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 prompt the student to consider the patient experience of care. And so for for this pulmonary section, she she suggested this poem. And I know I don't have a voice for radio, and uh, I, I'm not too smooth on the delivery, but I I really um, this this short poem. Was pretty great. If you don't want to hear me read any poetry, you know, please stop now. But I just wanted to read this poem, um, which is uh, included in the pre-work for students. It's called A Small Needful Fact by Ross Gay. So here goes nothing. Is that Eric Gardner worked for some time for the Parks and Rec Horticultural Department, which means, perhaps, that with his very large hands, perhaps, in all likelihood, he put gently into the earth some plants which, most likely, some of them, in all likelihood, continue to grow, continue to do what such plants do, like house and feed small and necessary creatures, like being pleasant to touch and smell, like converting sunlight into food, like making it easier for us to breathe. And with that, I'll say, hey, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for precepting for us. As always, if you have any feedback for me, let me know. And uh, keep on keeping on. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. Woohoo! I did. That second shot in my arm was woof.
it, it uh, was harder than the first, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to have it. And again, thank you for all that you do. All right. Bye.